0: hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Again, for your presence in this auditorium. We want to glorify your holy name because we want your kingdom to come. Lord, we give you our adoration for everything you have been doing in this church and beyond. We glorify your holy name for your presence in the world, Lord. We honor your name and adore you. As we go into your world, Lord, what you want is your kingdom to come. What we need is your kingdom to arise. We don't want that start to set again. Lord, what we want is your presence in this world. So that your name will be known worldwide. Thank you, everlasting Father. As we go into the message, Father, we pray that your presence is required here. We want you to speak to everyone. A such sentence, a such phrase, a such word that you want your people to hold on to today. Father, at the time that the world will go out, let each and every one grab their portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, almighty God. We rebuke every spirit of sleeping and tiredness in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. We glorify your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Let's clap for Jesus. Thank you, choir. Please sit down. You might be surprised with that song. I felt that this is the year of revival. And we need the presence of God to revive everyone, to revive those that have gone into slumber. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn with me to Deuteronomy 30. We are going to read from verse 1 to 9.
1: Deuteronomy 30. No. It shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God drives you, and you return to the Lord your God and obey his voice, according to all that I command you today, you and your children, with all your heart and with all your soul that the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you and from there he will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed and you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your descendants to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul that you may live. Also, the Lord your God will put all these curses on your enemies and on those who hate you, who persecuted you, And you will again obey the voice of the Lord and do all His commandments which I commanded you today. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hands, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as He rejoiced over your fathers.
0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'll be speaking to you today on the topic God's promises for revival. God's promises for revival. A revival meeting was being held in a certain church. But unfortunately, like so many other revival. Nothing seemed to be happening. The attendance was actually good. The singing was nice and good. Even the preaching was good. But God didn't judge to be moving. God didn't show up. So everybody was concerned. This is revival. We should be revived. But nothing is happening. Then one night, one of the brothers stood up and said, Look, pastor, I don't believe there is going to be revival as long as this brother, Brother Park and I, don't speak to each other. This man humbled himself before the pastor and the congregation. He walked straight to Brother Park and apologized to him. And asked for forgiveness. The two men shook hands and buried their differences. And immediately God began to move in a powerful way. Relationship began to be restored all over the congregation. Miracles began to happen. Praise the Lord. You see, 1 Peter 2 1 to 3 says, Therefore, laying aside all malice and deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and all evil, all evil speaking, as a newborn baby, desire the meek of the world, that you may grow thereby, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is gracious. Ephesians 4 31 and 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice and be kind to one another, tender hearted, forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Lastly, James 1 to 23. Therefore, Lay aside all bitterness, and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your soul. But be the be doer of the word and not hearer only. Deceive yourself, for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing. His natural face in mirror. I leave the rest for you to read further and know what happened to that person. Look at himself in the mirror. The man I... In my introduction, the man I mentioned humbled himself before pastors and the entire congregation. He knew that nothing was happening. Even the revival was going on. People were expecting miracles. People were expecting hand of God to flow. People were expecting presence of God to be felt, but nothing happened in a great revival. So the brother stood up and confessed and humbled himself. Some of us, we might need to do that today as well. Even if we are not doing it right here in the church as the service is on. Brethren, when you step out of this auditorium, Call whom and who you felt that you have one way or the other. You have not been speaking to each other. For our prayer to be answered, for the revival to be great this year, we need to do this. We don't have to be a stumbling block to the prayer of brethren. Hallelujah. You have to know that the presence of God is here. The fire of God is here. It means Holy Spirit can arrest you if you fail to do that. Let your conscience begin to speak to you that this year is year of revival. We want a great revival. We need evidence of revival. For those that have not spoken to one another over years, You need to do that. It is not healthy in the presence of God. It is not healthy among the brethren. God wants to move his hand among us. He wants to answer prayer. God wants to forgive us all our sins. So what do you think? If I ask you, what do you think that the world needs now? I begin to say, okay, tell me what you think we need in this world now. I know many of us will be saying we need peace, yes. Correct? We need peace. What else? We need security, yes. We need justice, right? Yes. And we all need victory, yes. But what we need most right now is the presence of God. It's the kingdom of God on this earth. That is why that song said, Let Thy kingdom come, O Lord. When we studied the book of Revelation in our home cell, we were aware of those beautiful things that is going to happen. If what is happening in heaven is happening right here on this earth, How beautiful it's going to be. The angels are bowing down. They are worshiping God. There are peace everywhere. How will it be if the same thing is happening here? The idea of me not talking to my brethren will not be there. The issue of keeping my things where I supposed to put it will not be there. Because the presence of God is here, victory will be here. Peace will be here, right? Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. So what we need most is the kingdom of God to manifest in our midst. We need his grace and his forgiveness. And we need his revival on this earth. We want his revival. Tell your neighbor we want his revival. Now that arises the question. What is revival? We have heard so many things here. I remember Pastor Leslie was sharing the the one message here regarding the prodigal son. When the prodigal son woke up from his slumber, he knew that he has to go back to his father. I want you to begin to think, where have I gone into slumber? That you need to revive yourself. Revival is to bring back to life. That is just the simple meaning to bring back to life. Revival is an extraordinary work of God that causes extraordinary resort among his people. Revival is a process that God uses to change the world. Mind you, revival is not just for people that are lost. It's also for the faithful ones that have lost the fire in them. You can pray very well before, one way or the other, you allow something to creep into your life, that prayer begins to go down. You need revival. You can dance very well when the service is going on. You can celebrate God. You can praise God. But one way or the other, because of what is happening somewhere, you forgot yourself as they were standing. Even when they asked to sit down, you are still standing. You need revival. Hallelujah. So, revival is for those who need a fresh anointing from God. If you know you need a fresh anointing from God, you need what? You need revival. So, What am I saying here is that revival is for every single person in this world. Every single person on this earth needs revival. Revival is God's way of bringing his people back to him. In the text that we have read, that is Deuteronomy 30, the Lord was speaking to Israelites as they were going to the promised land, God realized that a time is coming that these people will turn away from Him. And what does that mean? They rebel against God. Are we doing the same thing? Yes. When we go back to our old self, we are rebelling against God. We need revival. So God made some promises for Israelites. As they were getting closer, because he knew that this set of people sometimes they will be going back, they will be derailing. So, and the promise begin with first God make requirements that he wants, the lost requirement. Deuteronomy 31. Verse 1.
1: Then Moses went and spoke these words to all Israel. And he said to them, I am 120 years old today. I can no longer go out and come in. Also the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross over this Jordan. Praise the Lord.
0: Deuteronomy 30 verse 1. 30 verse 1. The same text we have read.
1: Now it shall come to pass, when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God drives you.
0: Now the first... Lord's requirement is recall. Recall. That is recollection. Remembrance. That is the first God requirement to Israelites. From the verse we have read, there's a phrase there that says, call them to mind. Call them to mind. This can be translated to mean recall. And what is Lord saying here is that if you, if you read the previous chapter of that uh, Deuteronomy, God has laid out some batting that is going to happen to the Israelite in case they choose to go back. In case they, they want to turn back against him. We know what is in Deuteronomy 28, the blessing and the other side. So, God knew what is going to happen to Israelite if they choose to turn back on him. He knew the consequences of disobedience that is going to happen. War, pestilence, diseases, even exile from their homeland. Now what God is saying is that when all those things begin to happen, he wants Israelite to recall to remember, to flash back what he has said to them. God wants Israel right to remember so that when they remember all those things that God said will happen to them, then they will make the things right. That's why he's saying that verse 1. I have said before you, and you call them to mind. That is, flash your mind back. And recall what God has said. I want you to flash back again your mind as well. And recall what you have been hearing either from this altar or from so many other places. So God wants you to recall. He wants you to flash back your mind. Wherever you are going astray, wherever you are derailing, he wants you back. For the revival this year to be great. For you to get the reward of revival, you need to recall all the promises of God. Both what is going to happen when you obey and what is going to happen when you disobey. You will not disobey in Jesus' name. All he wants is that he wants you to make things right. God needs revival more than you do. He needs it. He wants you to remember that, yes, these are the things I've laid down for you that you must do. Perhaps, brethren, you have walked away from the Lord. I'm just reminding you, bring yourself back. Maybe you have never had a relationship with him. Now it is time. Bring yourself back. Maybe you find yourself in a muddy sand. Jesus Christ is ready to clean you. He's ready to set you free. Maybe those around you know it or they don't know. Whatever situation you are, you need to come back to God. If you're on the track, you need to remain there. Whatever is good, Need prayer. Whatever is at the other side also need what? Prayer. Hallelujah. So, do you think things are collapsing around you? You need revival. You think things are collapsing that need need to be rebuilt. This is the time for you to remember the promise of God. Ezekiel thirty six thirty six. Our God is God that rebuilds. Then the nation which are left all around, you shall know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruined places and planted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it. I will do it. That's a great promises, promise for all this year. God can still rebuild that life. You are thinking that has been ruined by your own action. All you need to do is to recall And come back to him. So, when you observe what is happening around the world today, you will observe that there are a lot of negativities that are happening in the world. Up are being called down, down are being called up. White are being recognized as black, black are being recognized as white. It's happening. People see the light, they still walk into darkness. They need revival. Your eyes need revival. Your mind need revival. Everything that belongs to you need revival. Praise the Lord. Today, in the world, that's why I said the kingdom of God is what we need people being recognized as something good. There are a lot of things concerning, OK, this is human right, this is, yeah, yeah. human have right. But there are some things that is happening in the world today that have, people see that this thing is not right, but still, They want to say that, okay, he's entitled to his own uh, right also. We need to support him. If a man is getting married to a man, yes, that is his opinion. What is good is what is good. And what is bad is what? No alternative. There is no alternative to good. Good is good. No alternative to bad. What is happening in the world today? We need revival more than anything. Most things that are good are been pushed aside. When I was in Canada, I observed that the hall that I attended the church is a very big hall, but the congregation there are very few. You see, this church was built long time back, and the the the, the long chair, not this type of chairs—the long chairs, the the. Yeah, they were still there. But there is no congregation. What is happening to the world? We need revival in this world. There are a lot of churches that have been converted to something else. We need to recall, we need to flash back and recollect what God has promised us. We need revival. This is the time that we need to say that we are living a terrible life. We don't want it. This is the time that we are asking God to come back. We want his kingdom on this earth. Let us take a hard look at ourselves. Are we satisfying God? Are we really doing what God wants us to do? Are we serving God with all our heart and our souls? And with our mind? Sometimes we might be sitting here. Our mind might be wandering somewhere else. Leave that problem for God. Allow your your mind to be with him. He's going to set you free. No mountain is too big for him to level. Revive your mind. If your mind has gone to sleep, brethren, revive it. Hallelujah. Is our gathering here every Friday? Is it becoming a, a, a social routine? We have commitment to make. We need to make our service great. We want to pray here and receive answer here immediately. But you need to examine yourself. Are you the one hiding the prayer? Are you the one not talking to each other? Hallelujah. I know we are beautiful people of God. But search your mind. Our service must be great. Whenever we come here, we know we are coming to praise him. We are coming to pray to him. Our expectation is to go back with the garment of answer. So that people will see and celebrate with you. There's something that will happen in your life that you don't even have to tell people. They will begin to celebrate. That thank you, brother. Thank God. Let your mind be here. Praise the Lord. So we need to make our service a spirit-filled service. Brother was talking that we need to dance. Yes, we have to dance. When your spirit is high in the presence of God, you will celebrate. brethren, I'm telling you to revive your spirit. So it is time to remember God's promise for revival. Having asked this right to recall that, to recall the second requirement. For God is return God people must return Verse 2 brother Verse 2 of Deuteronomy
1: And you return to the Lord your God And obey his voice According to all that I command you today You and your children With all your heart And with all your soul Hallelujah
0: And you return to the Lord your God. Obey His voice according to all that I commanded you today. That's God talking there. Obedience to the Word of God is very, very important. After you have recalled, you have remembered what He said. Now you need to return. The prodigal son return back. You need to return to Him. If you observe, it is not just merely an external obedience that God require. The internal also he wants it. He wants your heart and your soul. So what the Lord is saying in, in this sense is that turn your heart towards me. Not just you and your children and your family. Turn your heart towards me. Like I said the prodigal son He finally came to his sense. In the pig pen, he was eating with the pig. When he turned his mind, his heart towards God, he revived himself like a generator. If you observe what uh, the NASA, what they were saying to the moon or to wherever they are sending them to, if you see the animation, at a point you will see that maybe during landing in the Mars. As the thing is coming down, some, sometimes you suddenly see something start again, just to reduce the speed or to propel it. You need to have that kind of uh, appliance in your heart. And that is the word of God that will remind you, and it will spring God it will start. So you need to start that journey Back home, like the prodigal son. Back home means coming back to the presence of God. And like the prodigal son, the father met him on the road. God is ready to run to you and catch you and welcome you. Verses and eight made it clear that part of God's power is to enable us to obey his command. You can read that. Verses and eight. You cannot finish that task on your own. You need God's power. You need the presence of God to do that. And how do you do this? By praying to him. By letting your mind be with him. By taking your request before him. By reading his word. You can't do it alone. He makes you to see the Repentance. All you need to do is to submit yourself, and when you see the repentance, that will make you to turn away from your old ways, and you turn a new leaf, and you begin a new life. And what happened to the old things? What happened to the old things? It passed away. And this will bring a change of attitude, because the change of attitude is always. At the heart of revival. So we have recall. That is, remember the promise of God. And now we are required to return to the Lord's command. Then we have returned to his command. And when you recall and return to him, we are expecting God's response, right? We want his response. And the Lord's first response is restoration. What do I say? Restoration. Tell your neighbor restoration. Restoration. Tell your neighbor "The the Lord's response is restoration. You see, when you recall, when you remember what he has said, you remember his rule, you remember his promises, then you discover that you have missed the road. And you turn back. And when you turn back, you go back to him. And he welcome you. He's going to restore you. Verse 3. Brother, verse 3 to 5, this time. Deuteronomy the 30.
1: That the Lord your God will bring you back from captivity and have compassion on you and gather you again and gather you again from all the nations where the Lord your God has scattered you. If any of you are driven out to the farthest parts under heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will bring you. Then the Lord your God will bring you to the land which your fathers possessed, and you shall possess it. He will prosper you and multiply you more than your fathers.
0: I like that. People that I told you in my prayer that, Lord, let people recognize the phrase, the sentence, the word that you have for them today. As brother was reading that, I could hear some people saying, Amen, Amen. Please don't sleep. Revive your mind to the word as it's being read. So the first thing that the Lord will do when you return back is to restore you. He has to restore everything that you have lost. Joel 2.5 says, So I will restore to you the year that is swarming locusts as eating, the crawling locusts, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locusts, my great army which I set among you. God is going to restore everything that all these things have been taken away from you. But number one, you need to do what? To recall, to remember his promise, to remember his rule, and you return back to him. And when you return, he's going to restore you back. Know that the, there is natural consequence of repentance. And what is the consequence of repentance? is restoration. So when we, as individuals, we begin to live a life that please God, Things will begin to change for better. Things will begin to change for good. Okay, you might be thinking that, why am I passing through this situation that I am now? After all, I'm praying, and I'm serving God wholeheartedly. Yes. The gold will not shine unless it pass through fire. It will never shine. The situation you are now, don't think that God has slept. Don't think that God is not listening to you. It might be, you might be the goal you are passing through the fire now. I was telling one brethren that when you fire an arrow, it will pry forward. But before you fire an arrow, you need to draw it back. I don't know which drawback you are facing now. If the drawback is very high, by the time you are released, you are not going to land here, you are going to land in the right place. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, when we live the just right, when we live in the way God wants us to live, to, to the shower will begin to drop on us. You see, there are some showers in our bedroom. When the shower in that bedroom is limited. But when the shower of rain... He's showering over you. If you are not anywhere you can hide under, the, uh, under any canopy or anything to protect you, you will be soaked with water. That is how your blessing is going to be. Yes. You will be soaked in the blessing of God. Yes. But you need to recall, you need to return, and you need to do what? Hmm? Restoration we follow. Hallelujah. Don't allow the bed, there's some bed, not physical bed, that is speaking word from our mind. That is why I tell you, revive your mind. We are not only under on examination, please. Don't worry. Hallelujah. So we must return to God with humility. And when you do that, the first response of God, when you recall, you return, is restoration. The second Respond with God is renewal. We all have vehicle. We renew our vehicle licenses every year. Insurance, you renew them every year. So why God have to renew us as well? Deuteronomy 36. 30 verse 6. Deuteronomy 30. And the Lord thy God will circumcise thine heart and
1: the hearts of thy seed to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul with, that thou
0: mayest live. Hallelujah. Where is our heart? Where is our heart? Inside or outside? Inside. Okay. Maybe this... I want to ask again, where is our soul? Is it outside or inside? Hallelujah. So, in this particular verse, there is emphasis on internal, your heart. And the Lord God will circumcise your heart. Notice how the circle is completed in verse 2. God calls us to return to Him with all our heart. Here is promise that when we do that, He's going to upgrade our heart. You know, we upgrade our computer. God is saying also He's going to do what? Upgrade our heart. What does that? Mean? He's going to increase the capacity. The pumping of the blood through the heart will increase. Because you have rest of mind. Because you have been restored. God said he's going to renew. He's going to renew your heart. And the God and the Lord your God will circumcise your heart. And the heart of your descendants. You see? That means if God circumcises your heart right now, your descendants from generation to generation have been circumstanced. So God wants to renew our hearts. God wants to increase the capacity. He wants to upgrade our heart and our soul. But not just to increase the heart, uh, to increase the capacity. He wants to increase it in capacity in love towards him. That you have that mindset towards Him every time. So it is not only externally that God wants you to return, internally also, He wants you to return. The Lord is looking for you to come to Him with your heart. Your physical presence is also required. You walk back to Him. Lord, here I am. I submit myself to you. It's very easy. They make utter call. You Physically, you are here. And in your mind, you know that you have not really submit. You have not really submitted to God. So God wants to increase. He wants to renew your heart. So it's not just the external reward only that he said we bless you, we make you rich. Even the heart is going to be Renew. He offering uncommon and incomparable riches of divine heart surgery. That's what God is offering to you. All you need to do is to recall, return to Him. He restore you. Once He restore you, He renew your heart. He upgrade you, and that will enable you to love Him and serve Him more. Praise the Lord. So when we return to Him. He set our heart free. I'm telling you, nothing will bother you. Nothing will disturb you. If anybody is coming and is trying to tell you that something, something, you will calmly tell him, calm down, calm down. Then he will ask you, we are both in these difficulties, we are both in this situation, how many you are not even moved. And you will now say, the Lord is good. Because he has renewed your hearts. Hallelujah! So He renew us for that purpose, which we have intention for. And what is the last response to the Lord? You know, we have recalled, we have returned, He restore, and do what, and renew. All seem to be. Hard, 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 hard. God is good. Maybe the last one is going to be R as well. Let's see
1: what the Bible says. Verse 9. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hands, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers.
0: Now, I want you to guess what the last response from God will be from this verse. Rejoice. Rejoice. Hallelujah. The Lord is great. That is great love. You hear that? I want you to read that verse again, brother, but read gently this time around.
1: The The Lord your God... Will make you abound in the all. The Lord
0: your God will make you abound. What does that mean? You will flourish. In all in, the work. In, about what? In all the
1: work of your hand.
0: In all the work of your hand. Can I hear amen to that? Amen. You are going to be flourished. In the fruit of your body. Before you go ahead. Yes. He, said it, he said in all the work of your hand. What does that mean? Everything you do. Everything. You you are going to flourish. Like the tree that is planted by what? By the riverside. Read ahead.
1: In the fruit of your body.
0: In the fruit of your body. What is the fruit of your body? Hmm? Children. Your children. So, this is... uh, Um... It's like a chain. The chain that one one side, or maybe let me use the word the electricity cable. Once you plug it in here, even if it is thousands of kilometers, the the current will flow to that side. That is what God is saying there, that
1: the fruit of your body that is your children. And what? In the increase of your livestock.
0: And your livestock Your livestock might not be part of your body, but it's something that is tapping that anointing from you.
1: Hallelujah. And And, what? And in the produce of your land for good. That is blessing. That is
0: blessing. You see, maybe I, I I will say this. In those days, the people of those days, they were having livestock and they were farmers. So, you can say that The Lord is saying the same thing to you. Whatever job you do, whatever job you do, the Lord is saying he's going to bless it. Amen. And
1: lastly, for the the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers.
0: Now, do you see that the celebration is not just for you? The celebration is for what? For who? For you. Hmm? For the Lord again rejoice over you for, for, for good, good. As he rejoiced
1: over your fathers.
0: I'm sure in the, in the heaven when God sees that this thing is happening in you, he will be giving high five to the angels. Oh, God! <laughs> Can you give high five to your neighbor? That the Lord is... Yeah! The God will be doing that. They will be celebrating you. Hallelujah! The Lord is good. The joy is of God. Why? Because you have come back to Him. The joy is of God. Luke, fifty-seven. I said to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents. Now, can you see that when you recall, when you return? And there is restoration, and there is renewal, and there is rejoice. There will be what? Celebration in heaven. So God is rejoicing over us. This show that the desire for revival is in harmony with God's plan. God rejoices over your return back to him. Not just him. The heaven will rejoice. They will be celebrating. Oh, we hit that target. You need to see what the NASA people are doing when they, are, when they discover their, whatever they send has landed. They'll be hugging each other. Like that, the, the rejoice in heaven will happen. That is when you come back to him. When that blessing becomes yours. When that presence of God is felt in your home. So... God rejoices over your return. Okay, my brother, was talking about dancing here. That means also in heaven they will be dancing, because when they rejoice, when they celebrate, they dance. Hallelujah! When God show up in my situation, you will all dance for me in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you pray for yourself? Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, when God show up and prove himself, you will celebrate with me. But the manifestation has to be accompanied by revival. You need to revive your mind. You need to revive your... Even your eyes, you have to revive it. I was saying in the night, night, last Night VG here, it's dangerous for you to come to Night VG and be sleepy. It's very dangerous. People that were here, I told them, I'm going to tell you also, three people were pr- praying in Revival, uh, in, in Night VG. And the prayer point is that, God, give it to me, endow me, give it to me, endow me. They were praying, they were praying. The third person slept off. And the prayer point changed to God Every button in my life, remove it, remove it. The other two people were removing the button. This one suddenly woke up. Give it to me, give it to me. (laughs) Praise the Lord. You need to revive your mind so that your mind will be focused. If not, people will be focusing prayer this direction and you might be at other direction. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. So what am I saying here is that when God show up, there will be overflow of celebration in the kingdom of God. When you return back to him, there will be flow of celebration in the kingdom of God. And not just in the kingdom of God, here on earth, we are going to feel it as well. So, when the joy of God splits over, what is that? That is an excitement. The excitement of God will come into your life. In conclusion, considering the happening all around us, we are desperately in need of revival in our land. We want the God's kingdom to come. We must be the change that we wish to see in our world. Maybe one sister was here. She was greeting me very close to my sight. Honestly, when the sister was coming, I was just taking fresh air during lunchtime, close to the sea. She just smiled at me. Honestly, I didn't know her. But when she smiled at me, and I was looking at, who is this? Suddenly she said, praise the Lord. (laughs) What am I saying here? Let our conduct, let it glorify God. Let your conduct glorify God. So, we must be the change that the world needs. Not just when you come here, you pretend. Oh, pastor is coming. You pretend to be something. But in your office, you are something else. Let them see you in in your office... And say you are a Christian. Oh, there's no wonder. No wonder. No wonder what? No wonder that he behaved this way. That you, they will see the Christ in you. But if you behave the other way, are you sure this brother is a Christian? No, no, no. It's just bearing Christian name. Why? Because of our conduct. So revival starts with me and you. Don't be tired of hearing the story about revival. I want you to listen to the story of revival and begin to live them. Look around you and ensure that your life revives people around you. This you must remember that the promises of God are associated with revival. And you need to return back to Him. And the Lord is ready Our God is ready To restore you And is ready to renew your heart And above all They are ready to celebrate you in heaven Jeremiah 15 19 Therefore This is what the Lord says If you repent I will restore you That you will serve me If you utter worthy words, not wordless word, you will be my spokesman. Let these people turn to you, but you must not turn to them. Praise the Lord. This is my message for you today. Let the promise of God come to pass over you. God has made promises for revival. He's going to renew your heart. He's going to restore you back. And he's going to do what? They are going to rejoice over you. Let's be on our feet. I want you to pray. And you are going to ask God to bring deep conviction onto your life that God needs to whatever area that you need brokenness, God needs to show up. Because when you are broken, Spiritually, you'll be able to see the light. Second Corinthians 7:10 says, For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation, not to be regretted. So you are going to pray, God, show me the area of my life that I need that brokenness. You may know, but when God shows you, you will know that truly you need to repent. At this particular area Open your mouth and pray to God That Lord I need you to show me I want you to show me that particular area In my life That I need to turn a new leaf That I need to come closer back to you Father show me You know those areas If the sin confess to God Lord I want to get away from this sin I don't want to commit this sin again Let your Holy Spirit live in my life Let your Holy Spirit dwell in my life Pray unto God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Philippians 2, 13 says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do his good pleasure. You are going to pray that God give me, bestow on me spiritual hunger to do your work that is to do the work of God when you are spiritually blessed when you have that spirit you will be hungry for his word that God should give you so that you can serve him more and more that every dead situation in your life God revive it whatever the situation that is dead that is not allow you to serve God God revive it revive me in your vineyard I want to serve you all these promises you have made I want you to rejoice over me I want you to celebrate me I've had your word today that thing that you will do you and the angel in heaven that you begin to celebrate me Father do it in my life in the mighty name of Jesus let's pray that God will visit everyone that are coming to this church with his revival he will revive their mind as many that they are lost by their soul, as many that have wandered away, God, revive your people. Revive them in the mighty name of Jesus, that God should make a fountain of living water in them. Thank you, almighty God. We bless your holy name. Thank you, Jesus, because you are our God. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we want to celebrate you. Because you are celebrating us, Father, we want to glorify you because you are the mighty God. We want to thank you because you have reminded us that we should remember your promises. We should remember your rules in our life. Lord, we want to celebrate you because we are ready to return back to you. Father, we thank you because when we return back to you, you are going to restore us. Father, we give you praise. We glorify you. We want you to restore us back to that, your kingdom. To that your fold, Father, restore our mind, restore our soul, restore our children in the mighty name of Jesus. And that celebration, that rejoicing that you and the angel we made in heaven, that yes, you have found a lost sheep. Father, when you are doing this, can't us worthy to be part of the celebration in the mighty name of Jesus. For the people that you are going to be rejoicing over, can't me and my household. And the entire congregation and their household and their brethren in the mighty name of Jesus. Can they worthy to be part of it in Jesus' name? Amen. Father, as we go into another week, Father, we want to rejoice. We want to celebrate your presence in our life. Show up every time in our situation. Speak to our mind. Rejoice over our mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Lord, your word that we have heard today, Father, firmly planted it in our hearts in Jesus' name. And let your name be greatly praised in the mighty name of Jesus. When we meet over here during the week or by next week, Lord, our testimony must be full in Jesus' name. We remember, Pastor, it's not around that, Lord, we pray that he has gone safely, he shall return safely in Jesus' name. And as many that have traveled this week, Lord, they have gone safely as well, they shall return safely in the mighty name of Jesus. For our prayer towards people that are sick, the surgery, the heart surgery, and the the person in hospital, Father, we pray that your hand of healing will go there now and touch them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. For those that are planning to travel, Father, we pray for a safe trip in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. The love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever Amen. and we shall dwell in the house of the lord forever and ever. Amen.